podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all damn thing there, keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. podcast, 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 podcast. Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Disnomics Podcast. Before we start on the podcast, make sure you sign up to my Patreon. Big shout out to all my current patrons right now. Patreon is a subscription service where the people who subscribe get exclusive content, where it be videos, um, articles, podcasts, a variety of stuff. That's on patreon.com. You can also download the app. You just search Disnomics. Shout out to those people who subscribed. You help me provide better content. We're going to be getting some more studio visuals while lockdown kind of pammed that for a second, but it's going to go towards making this number bigger and better and it'll be much better this time next year. And that's on period. But yeah, so make sure you check it out. Link will be in the description of my podcast, whether you're watching it, not watching it, listen to it on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Just click the description thing. You'll see it there. And it's also in the bio of my Instagram, Dysonomics on IG. So yeah, I know why y'all here. We in a pandemic were to Meek Mill. And on Saturday, the 31st of October, Boris Johnson and to the left and right of him, um, Chris Whitty and Patrick Valance, they announced a national lockdown. The streets obviously have been calling for it. Some parts of the streets have been praying against it, but it just had to be, it had to be done. Why did it have to be done? Well, the numbers were getting really, really, really scary. Really scary. So Saturday, the Saturday numbers um, came out again, over 20,000 um, confirmed cases of COVID taking a total amount of people with who have tested positive for coronavirus in the UK past 1 million, which is absolutely insane. That's damn near half or third of the population of, of Birmingham. Also, again, over 300 people, unfortunately, passed from COVID with a positive COVID test within the, within the last 28 days. So the numbers have been startling. Over 10,000 patients in hospital. Over a thousand, almost 1,000 people need the ventilator beds. I already know, and we already know, or we should remember the numbers that came out from the initial national lockdown it was something ridiculous that like almost half the people on ventilator beds don't make it, which is just so sad. So we were reaching a point where by next week, hospitals were going to start to look for. And that is when you get into dangerous situations. Remember in the early lockdown time, so we're looking at April, March and May, when the lockdown was, when the virus was running rampant, we were seeing stories where people were being denied um, A&E people would be denied ambulances. Nurses and doctors had to make very tough decisions to try to prioritise people. And you do not want to get into that situation because that's when you're playing, um, you're playing, um, what's it called? The chance game of people's lives. And no hospital practitioner, nobody with a sane mind would want to do that. So the lockdown seemingly was the only viable option. Let me take you back to, I think it was the 21st of September or what have you not. And a scientific, and the scientific advisory group for emergencies, also known as SAGE, 
a bunch of scientists that advise the government, begged Boris and them, yo, dog, the numbers are looking crazy. We need a circuit breaker, which is a short lockdown to happen immediately. They were saying shut schools, shut unis, shut restaurants, shut pubs, shut gyms, everything lock off. The virus is moving out. Boris said, you know what, man, is you. We're going to do a cheeky local lockdown. And what the local lockdown was, as I explained in previous pods, a free tier system, tier one, high, tier two, very, no, tier one, medium, tier two, high, tier three, very high. And then these, and depending on your region, you'll be attributed to one of these um, tiers. The most gruesome tier was tier three, and that's where bitch um, gyms and leisure centres were shut, but you can still go to, um, restaurants were still open, I believe. Um, tier two, you can't mix indoors with people that are not from your household, but outdoors is group of six. Obviously in tier three, you can't mix indoors or outdoors with people, no group of six, nothing can't mix. And tier one, it was a, a lot more lenient. This saw arguments between certain um, local leaders and Boris, because obviously if you're putting us in tier three, that means our business is gonna have to be shut. And if business is going to have to be shot, we're going to need some money. So there was a big hoo-ha with Manchester, with Greater Manchester, for example. And the reason why the local lockdown to me was a failure is because, cool, you want to, you don't want to full on national lockdown because we know what implication that has on the economy and that, therefore what happens on people's mental health and their just personal states. We, we know all that. Thank you, pardon. So a more bespoke lockdown is probably the most ideal. Uh, me and my boy Dr. Lee and others we've been championing having maybe the less um the more younger people especially people that live alone that don't live around vulnerable people to still be allowed to go out and work and be an economy and people that need shielding more elderly people you lock them away you try to keep them as safe as possible that's probably the most you know what I mean but to do that which the government weren't really doing. They were doing a more lo local area, which in theory makes sense. If there's cases are going crazy in Manchester, but in London, everything's good. So if you look at the London numbers, the London numbers are very low. We didn't see much of a spike compared to like Manchester or West Yorkshire, for example. But so they're thinking is, what's the point of putting a whole country on lockdown when London can still, for example, London can still operate, still be bubbling. There's still money being made in the economy. People still have their jobs, da, 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 da. But we can pattern Manchester, we maybe put Manchester under wraps until things get better. Because obviously there's different rates of infections, which is how likely you are to pass on the virus to somebody else. The higher the number, the bigger the rate of infection, the more of a threat is per region. However, that doesn't really work because it's not like you have border force on patrol in every region. If you don't have an adequate tech system where you can spot and pinpoint where the virus is or where cases are propping up, it doesn't really work. And this 122 million pound test and trace app that was developed um, by, and that was won by a country, uh, no, sorry, a country, a company that seemed to come into fruition seven weeks before the contract. It's not very good. I've got an app because I needed that. Um, I think I was going to Vapiano's to pick up some food. Um, they were asking to check in all that type of stuff. So I thought, okay, let me just grab the app. The app is terrible. Like I thought the app would be like, yo, in this area, there's bare clusters of COVID. Stay away. Or you're, you're approaching... No, it doesn't do any of that. The app is fucking pants. Absolutely pants. It's shit. Excuse my language. It's fucking trash. So you, you can't really execute a local lockdown effectively 
if one, the difference between the tiers are confusing and minute, and two, you don't have the technology to kind of pinpoint the virus and, and, and can you know what I mean? Try to sway people from error to error. It doesn't make sense. So it's a shit idea. And it's ironic, as I'm recording this, I'm recording this on Sunday, the 1st of November. Literally 10 days ago, Boris was in the House of Parliament talking about, look at this on the honourable gentleman referring to Keir Starmer, um, the Labour leader, basically mocking him for wanting a national lockdown, saying he's going to plunge the country in national lockdown. 10 days later, where are we? A national fucking lockdown. These times, Wales been put into lockdown. Scotland, Northern Ireland, been put into lockdown. We had that, we had that donor, the foreign sec, Dominic Raab, on TV the other day, talking about, yo, listen, we're going with the local lockdown approach, as seen by France, as seen by Germany. Big man, at the time he said that, France and Germany were both in national lockdowns. These men don't know if they're coming or going. So let's take it to the day of the news. So we're talking Saturday the 31st. So... The night before, Hella Leaks came out. It was obvious we're going to national lockdown. As I stated at the top of the pod, the data suggests we need to, the numbers were getting silly and you don't want to overwhelm the NHS because that's when it gets even more techie. And really and truly, you don't want people dying and being ill anyway. So it's, it's a no-brainer. Cool. One minute, the press conference is at four. Next minute, it's five. Next minute, it's at 6.30. Next 6.45. Then around seven or something, my man came out. It just kind of is kind of a symbol of how scattered they are. I'm sure they were probably trying to put things together last minute because they were probably going to announce it on Monday and the leaks came out, but it's just incompetency all around. What I really hated about that announcement was the first person we heard speak was um, Professor Chris Whitty. Big man, how are you coming to bring the analysis and data before you've told us Wagwan? You're addressing the country. You're not. This is not a TED talk or this is not a, 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 a vet at the London School of Economics. Like... You're addressing the nation, set out what is going to happen, and then you can talk about why it's going to happen and what's the evidence to back it up. We do not need to be overloaded with 50 fucking slides of all these data. No, save that for the House of Parliament, save that for the House of Lords, publish that on the gov.uk website. So, so then the news people and the people, like say myself or other people in the news, BBC, Bloomberg, Reuters, Sky, The Guardian, LBC, then they can go look at the information, break it down and tell the public because you're, you don't fucking shit at it anyway. Cool. So sorry, I'm actually just so irritated by the incompetency. It's, it's startling. Like when the when the professors then were talking, Boris was looking at them like, rah, that's mad. You know, he actually, you could see in his face that, rah, like, I didn't even know it was peak like that. It's like, it's like man is seeing this information for the first time. Like that's the, that's the impression that he gives me. And that might sound outlandish, but that's what I believe in, not because I'm otherwise. So, we are leaving the local tiered system into a national lockdown. When will this be implemented? This will be implemented from Thursday. And I believe that is Thursday the 5th. Let me look at my calendar app because I'm terrible with dates. Yeah, that's right. Thursday the 5th. From midnight, Thursday the 5th, the national lockdown rules will be in place and they'll be in place for four weeks up until the 2nd of December. Now, what are the main implications? One, people will be told to stay at home except for specific reasons, yeah? So stay your, stay your ass indoors. That's what the government are telling you. And here are some of the reasons that you can actually leave your home. Work that cannot be done from home. So if you cannot work from home, so construction, for example, you can't work from home, 
you can still go. If you work in a shop that's a delivery service or your delivery driver, you can still do that. Childcare or education. So if you're going to university, you're going to school, or if you're going to, or, or if you need to take a child for daycare or whatever, you could exercise outdoors. So Mac Run Club. <laughs> we back, baby. <laughs> we back. What to do, baby? What's a Kawhi Leonard? Oh, I hated that phase. I literally jumped on Mac Run Club just to beat my friend's times. But running is long, bruv. Like, I had to rub just eat biscuits. So I guess it's going to be back on the, running, old, the old running. And also, when it comes to exercising outdoors, you are allowed to meet a maximum of one person. You can meet another person from a different household. So you're allowed to do that. And remember, in the early lockdown phases, they were saying you could only do it for half an hour, hour. Now there's unlimited time. So technically, you could be outside all day in the park if you want to. You can leave for medical reasons. So whether going to the hospital or going to take care of somebody with a medical condition. Essential shopping. So that's your Sainsbury's, your foods. I hope to not see the queues again. Because I can't lie, I must have spent so much money, so much additional money, should I say, than I had to during lockdown because I couldn't queue. Like I'll come, I see the queue, I say, F this, I'm going co-op. And it's not like I really fuck with co-op like that, but I ain't trying to queue. Um, you can provide care for vulnerable people or volunteer. And you can visit members of your support bubble. So actually watching the announcement yesterday, they didn't mention the support bubble, but you actually can still do that. Fair enough. <laughs> That's gonna be interesting. Meeting indoors on private gardens will not be allowed, but individuals can meet one other person from another household outside the public. Non-essential retail will close, but they can remain open for forklift and click and forklift and click type delivery. So Zara, Selfridges, all those places, they will be closed. Pulse bars, restaurants will have to close as well. They can provide takeaway and delivery service, but you can't do alcohol delivery. So shout out my G Kim, who's ordering wine on delivery. None of that for you. Love you, Queen. <laughs> Indoor and outdoor leisure facilities, such as gyms and swimming pools, will also close along with entertainment venues and personal care facilities, such as beauty salons. So no more nails, no more eyebrows, no more trims, no more massages. We all in the mud. Do you know what I mean? Wedding and civil partnership ceremonies will not be able to take place, except in external waiting circumstances. So I'm not sure what that is. And funerals will be limited to a maximum of 30 people. Children will still be able to move between their homes if their parents are separated or parents or guardians separated, which which is good. If you're clinically vulnerable, so if you're older or you have a health condition, you'll be asked to be super careful. And they're not they're not, they're not telling you to shield, but telling you to be careful. I think that's fucking ridiculous and confusing. Me personally, I would love to advise people to shield. Please, please. Your health is more important than anything. Overnight stays. Stay in the second homes and holidays will not be allowed in the UK or abroad period. There are exceptions such as work trips. So yeah, you have a support bubble, but you can't really stay overnight, do you know what I mean? If you have a second home, you can't go to your other house and you can't go abroad. You can't go abroad to travel. So this is a bit nuts to me. Um, it's very confusing because I said you can't stay overnight and you can't be linking up with people indoors. You can only link up with people outdoors. But it's saying that you can visit somebody from your support bubble. So I have to go to my... So what if I leave at like 4 a.m.? Do you know what I mean? Anyway, people are... And also avoid 
all non-essential travel by pub by private or public transport. So don't jump on an Uber or Bolt or a Captain or jump on a train or bus unless it's for essential reasons like going to work, going to get food. Do you know what I mean? All the reasons are listed above. So yeah, that is the current gist right now. So that is what we're seeing. So that is until the second of December. And the government said, well, we do come out of this. This is as of Boris's words as of the 31st of October. It will be back to the tiered lockdown system. So I'm not sure that means the whole country will be back to tier, will be at tier three, because that's the logical step. We want to complete lockdown. So lockdown to tier three. And then maybe from then you might move it around to tier one, tier two, whatever. Or it might go back to whatever tier you was before. I don't know. And I'll provide details as soon as I'm made aware. But yeah, that is what the government are planning to do as of now. Now, many of you have asked me questions. Shout out for the questions. Love you lots. And I'm going to start to answer them. Some questions were rather silly. Some questions, not. I might read some silly ones if, if I find them amusing. I don't know. But yeah, let me let me dig out the questions for y'all. Okay, cool. Does so somebody asked, does it start on midnight of the fourth or the fifth of November? It starts on midnight of the fifth. So the moment the clock tells you we've gone from Wednesday to Thursday, that's when lockdown starts. Are driving instructors able to continue? They haven't said anything specific about driving instructors, but from my understanding of the rules, it it doesn't being in a car is still an indoor facility technically, so you shouldn't be driving according to the rules. But I'll update you if there's anything else. Um, shout out my dad, Simfer. She asks, "How will they know if we're traveling for work or not?" I am currently not aware. I find that quite hard to prove, but I will definitely update the streets on this because quite a lot of people know are due to travel, and I do believe if it's anything like the previous lockdown, it is going to be. I think. I can imagine it being very highly dependent on where you're going. Because if they have a lockdown, they might not let you in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or if they go into lockdown, they may they may cancel all outgoing flights. Like I've been knowing of people who were in Jamaica, who were in Nigeria. And when it's time for them to skedaddle, this was in the first lockdown, national lockdown. The country's like, no, we're not ramping this COVID thing. No flights are coming in and out, bro. Do you know what I mean? So they were, they were stuck there. So that's something to consider. Somebody also asked, will four weeks in lockdown really make enough of a difference on the rate of R? Well, if we look at the local lockdowns, in certain regions, they have made an impact on the rate of infection. So it has dropped down. Um, so I'm not sure if this will have a significant enough drop in the rate of infection. But the rate of infection is not only it's not the only thing that we, we should be looking at. I'm not saying, I'm not implying you are, by the way. But yeah, the rate of infection can drop. But if hospitalizations, people in ventilator beds, um, NHS is overwhelmed, for example, people are still contracting or people are still dying at a quite significant rate, it's very likely that the lockdown can be extended. In fact, Michael Gove said today on uh, Sky or BBC that if the, if the government do not, if the data suggests that things aren't quite done enough, lockdown will be extended. And if, it was, if I was to guess, I believe it will be. Someone asked me, I've planned to go to Greece for a month, 2nd to 30th. Is that allowed according to the rules? Unless it's for work or you're from Greece and you're going back home. By the current rules, it is unfortunately prohibited. Someone asked, travel refunds. Am I going to have to go through and mess chasing companies for refunds? Potentially, unfortunately. Um, I'm skipping past Shorty's question because those are outrageous. 
shout out Ghanaian girls, I'm gonna hook you up. If I'm a prostitute, does that count as going to work? Can I continue doing sex as long as I am paid? Um, firstly, I'm pretty confident that prostitution is currently illegal in the country. But yes, um, I don't think you can be going to people's houses on the name of work. Um, it is illegal. You're not meant to be chilling with people indoors or outdoor, um, chilling people indoors unless they are part of your support bubble and you also can't stay overnight. So unless you make a, a client um, your support bubble, it's not really going to run. So maybe get your most, um, what's the, what am I looking for? Your most high high paying, your most generous client <laughs> as a support bubble. And listen, there's OnlyFans in it, do you know what I mean? So you might want to pivot to OnlyFans. We're moving digital, baby. Work from home. So do you know what I mean? When will Bojo be arrested? I'm tired of this guy. Listen, I ask myself every day. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, how likely do you think the lockdown will actually end in December? 2nd of December? I think very unlikely. Very unlikely. Is travelling abroad discouraged or against the law? Um, yes, that's reference to what I said in my, um, what's it called, my update on Instagram and Twitter. Boris was, was discouraged, so I like to quote what the lawmakers are saying, not what I think it will be. I was pretty sure it was going to be banned, but I'm waiting to get confirmation. But yeah, yeah, it's officially banned and Michael Gove confirmed that today. So I'm not even a bait out of my bedroom, but shout out her. Can you rehash all the fines so that anyone would be household mixing are able to do cost benefit analysis. <laughs> I'm dead. Last I remember the fines were looking like 200 pounds if you're caught mixing households, but if you're out doing parties, 10 bags. So uh, Mr. Mad Knight, he says, what does this mean for house sales moving home? Are they canceled from the 5th of November? I would imagine not. I think some completions were still going ahead in the previous lockdown. I moved flats in the previous lockdown. So no. Speculation as to where we'll be next summer. Uh, my answer's in the mud. I still believe we'll be in and out of COVID um, lockdowns. If you look at previous pandemics, no matter their implication, no matter how vast they go, they go through like three to four peaks and we're on our second wave. So I can see this lasting some time. Can outdoor sports still run? Um, as of now, no. Um, another question is, Andrea asks, can we lips? If you are meeting somebody outside and embarking um, when you're doing your exercise or whatever, yes, I'm assuming you can. If they are living with you in your household, of course you can. And if, they, and if they're part of your support bubble, yes, you can. And even if you're in, so any of the, what's it called? If you're embarking on any of the activities that are legal, such as switching households for parenting, go to the mother of your child, the mother of your father, then obviously it's legal then, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And all those things. Hotels still open, unfortunately no. Accommodation and leisure facilities will be closed. Uh, still digs asks, how long do you reckon this lockdown will last? Um, they know they said September, let's be honest, they will extend. I think they will extend. I won't be surprised if they tr if they kind of taper it down in mid to end of December because that December period is very, very key for economic stimulus. So I won't be surprised. Um, shout out Mr. Meads, a member of Touch and Frackers and one of the hosts of Chelsea Hour and also got a fantastic event, Pitch and Paint. I hope we come off COVID so we can start attending Pitch and Paint again. 
Are our social bubbles now dispersed? No, they're not, my guy. And he asks, can we still knack? As long as it's, again, similar to Andrea's question, as long as within those parameters, you can still knack. Um, where else? With schools being closed, will we ultimately end up in another stricter lockdown with schools not being closed? If I don't think so, but unless the numbers start to get brazy, 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 schools won't be closed. And also by the end of um, was it December, schools will be closed for Christmas for the two-week period. And universities tend to start to unwind by early December anyway. So yes, that's it, people. If you follow, make sure you follow me on Twitter, underscore nomics. You'll see a lot of COVID and economic and political commentary. Dysonomics on Instagram, you'll see um, updates shared daily. Any questions, just hit me up. I'll, be, I'll feel free. I'll be more than happy to answer because I know how confusing it can be. These lot be making stuff up. This does still have to go through Parliament on Wednesday, but that should be formality. All the other main lockdown rules and changes always go through Parliament with ease because they have a whopping majority anyway. And also Labour, many members of the Labour parties, especially the leader, Keir Starmer, are in favour of this national lockdown. Um, so within the next three days, we will see some more information. Oh, I forgot to mention, very important, Rishi Sunak has extended a furlough. Furlough was brought as the part of the job retention scheme in early in the lockdown. At first, it was paying 80% of wages up to around 2,100, I believe. And then as the months went on, the amounts that the government was contributing got lower and lower. So by the by in October, government was contributing 60%. And the scheme was due to end on the day of the announcement, which was the 31st at midnight. And it was then meant to move to the job support scheme where the government will help pay part-time workers' salary or you people who are not working up to 67%, which was quite, there's a lot of pivots in that from Rishi. But they announced that, um, for this national lockdown period, furlough will be back and it'll be back to 80%. So yeah, that's it for this week's podcast. Make sure you subscribe to my Patreon, search Patreon and search Dysonomics Patreon app. Make sure you grab that, tell a friend, tell a friend. And yeah, until next week, stay safe and be easy. Sports Social Podcast Network.